Welcome to day five, our last day this week of looking through Psalm 36 to 40, Psalm 40 today. Psalm 40 is an interesting Psalm. It begins by saying, I waited patiently. And it ends by saying, do not delay. Isn't that perfect for how you and I deal with life? I waited patiently for you, God, but do not delay. And I wanna say to you that it's not that one was right and one was wrong with David. The truth is, there are times when we need both of these attitudes in our lives. There are times when you need to stop spinning your wheels and wait until God tells you to act. Sometimes we're just trying to get it done ourselves, we're spinning our wheels, and we're getting a lot done, it seems like, but the truth is we didn't wait until God told us what to do, so we're doing the wrong thing. So I waited patiently. Sometimes we need that in our lives. But other times we need to stop dragging our feet and do what God's telling us to do. Do not delay. God has already told us what to do, but we're over here saying, God, I'm waiting on you. And God's saying, no, really, I'm waiting on you in this case. I've told you what to do. You need to begin to act. You stop spinning your wheels and you wait until God tells you to act and you stop dragging your feet and you do what God's telling you to do. Those may sound like opposites, but I wanna tell you out of this Psalm that the life of faith is doing both of those at the same time, waiting and acting at the same time. Now, some of us are better at waiting. Others are better at acting. My question is, how do you get better at both? How do you get better at this balance of waiting and acting and knowing when to wait and knowing when to act? Because I'm not great at it yet. I still got a lot to learn about this. But by God's grace, I'm getting a little better at it. And by God's grace, I believe you can get a little better at it. None of us are gonna ever be perfect at this thing of balancing when do you wait and when do you act. Even Moses, if you look at the story of the Red Sea, he was telling the people to wait for God to act when God was telling them to march towards the Red Sea. Even as great a leader as Moses got it wrong sometimes. So we're never gonna get this perfect, but I believe we can get it better. I believe we can be better at waiting on God when we need to be waiting, listening, but also acting when God has told us to act, being more immediate in serving him. If we're to do that, there are three things that this Psalm talks about that we need to balance the waiting and the acting in our lives. First of all, you need a new security. You need a new kind of security in your life. The Psalm begins in verse two, it says, he lifted me out of a slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and he gave me a firm place to stand. The slimy pit. I wonder what the pit is in your life. It could be your own sin, could be the ways that you've been hurt, could be the ways that life hasn't worked out. It it could be something that you did to yourself or others did to you. Whatever that pit is, you need a rock to stand on. Without that security, if we don't have a rock to stand on, we end up standing on the circumstances of the moment or we end up standing on the opinion of the crowd. And they're never gonna be able to tell us when to wait and when to act. Your circumstances can't tell you. The people around you can't tell you. You need a security that comes from God. You need a rock to stand on. Without that security, you will end up acting when you should be waiting and waiting when you should be acting. So you stand in the security of God's love. In verse 11, David talks about that security. He says, do not withhold your mercy from me, O Lord. May your love and your truth always protect me. God's love and God's truth are part of that rock of security in your life. And when you're standing on God's love and God's truth, you're gonna know more often, this is the time to wait. I need to listen to God right now. Or this is the time to act. He's telling me to move ahead right now. You need a new security. 
You need a second thing. You need a new song. You need a new song that can come only from God. In verse three, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our Lord. Many will see it and fear and put their trust in the Lord. There are six specific psalms that speak about this new song of our Savior. This is one of them. As you're singing this new song, that means you're, you're thinking about the new things that God wants to do in your life. And the first three verses reminded us that God lifts us out of the past because of the new things that he wants to do in our lives. But then here in verse three, he says, he put a new song in my mouth. Now notice, he put that song in my mouth. God wants to give you a song. He wants to give you a joy. You have to have security in order to know when to wait and when to act, but you also have to have a depth of joy. You also have to have this depth of relationship, joyful relationship with God that recognizes he loves me no matter what. He's working in my life for his good. And out of that new song, out of the emotion, the energy of that emotion, you're gonna better know when to wait and when to act. It's a good picture because waiting and acting is more like a song than a formula. If you think you can get you know, one plus one equals wait, one plus four equals act, you're never gonna get that. It's not mathematical. It is more like a song. God's singing it into your heart. And through that song, through that melody that he's singing right now, you're just hearing, okay, it's time to slow down or it's a time to act immediately because God sees the need. In verse five, we're told that one of the keys to singing this new song is remembering what God has done. Verse five says, many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you plan for us, no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, they would be too many to declare. And when you recognize the greatness of what God has done in your life, it helps you to recognize what God wants to do next in your life. So sometimes when you're not sure whether to wait or whether to act, you sing in your heart what God has done before. You remind yourself of how God has worked before. Not the failures, but the successes. That's how you're singing it. If I were to speak and tell of them, they'd be too many to declare. Now, I would say to you that part of the new song we're talking about is, is singing songs, letting other people know by your singing what God is doing in your life. So if you've been in church and not singing, one of the keys to understanding what God wants to do next in your life, one of my prescriptions for you is sing the songs this next week because it will touch your emotions in a way that nothing else can and help you to understand what God is doing in this season of your life like nothing else can many times. Even when things are not going right, God is there to write this new song in your life. He always has a new song for your life. And you sing it to him recognizing that. You need a new song, you need a new security. There's a third thing that you need. You need a new desire. Psalm 40, verses seven and eight. And then I said, here I am. I have come, it is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, oh my God. Your law is within my heart. So in order to know when to wait and when to act, you have to know what God wants. And in order to know what God wants, it begins with the prayer, not, we think it begins with the prayer, God, what do you want? It doesn't. To know what God wants, it begins with the prayer, God, not my will, but your will be done. God, I want what you want. To know what God wants, you first have to pray, God, I want what you want. If you hold things with a closed hand before God, God, here's what I want, I'm gonna get it, then you're never gonna know whether to wait or whether to act. But if you hold things with an open hand before God, God, it's yours. You can take out what you want. You can put in with what you want. With that open hand, it is much easier to discern whether to wait 
or whether to act. Now, it's interesting, as you look at David, as he talks about desire, his desire was to proclaim God's character. In verses 9 and 10, I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly, he says. I do not seal my lips, as you know, O Lord. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. David's desire was to let people see who God really is, see God's character. And God desires that in your life. In the waiting and in the acting, God wants to proclaim his greatness through your life. Sometimes he proclaims it as you wait and you see him show up and do things that are far above and beyond what you ever expected. And sometimes he proclaims his greatness as you act and you see him show up and motivate you and use your gifts to do far greater things than he expected. Whether it's waiting or acting, the key is God's greatness is being shown. Now, I I like what G. Campbell Morgan has said about this. Listen to this quote. He said, waiting for God is not laziness. Waiting for God is not going to sleep. Waiting for God is not the abandonment of effort. Waiting for God means, first, activity under command. Second, readiness for any new command that may come. And third, the ability to do nothing until that command is given. That's a pretty good prescription for prayer. So let's talk to God about that right now. And God, we come before you and we just say, that's the way that we want to wait and act. God, we want our activity to be under your command. We don't wanna do what we desire, we wanna do what you desire. So we say right now, not our will, but your will be done. And God, we wanna be ready for any new command that might come. We've been doing this for you or doing that for you. Maybe you have a new thing for us to do. Open our hearts to that, God. And God, third, we want to have that ability to do nothing until the command is given. Sometimes when we have to wait, you know we want to run ahead. You've seen us run ahead. And when we do, you love us. But in that moment, God, I pray you'd bring us back to that place of waiting on your command and then acting on what you've given to us. We just say today, Lord, one more time, Your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Join us next week. We're going to continue to look at God's Word together in Drive Time Devotions.